3D DNA crystals and nanotechnology. A review by Paul Puxtelis, Nadrian Seaman, from University of Maryland, USA, Crystals 2016. Abstract. DNA's molecular recognition properties have made it one of the most widely used biomicromolecular construction materials. The programmed assembly of DNA oligonucleotides has been used to create complex 2D and 3D self-assembled architectures and to guide the assembly of other molecules. The origins of DNA nanotechnology are rooted in the goal of assembling DNA molecules into design periodic arrays, i.e. crystals. Here we highlight several DNA crystal structures, the progress made in designing DNA crystals and look at the current prospects and future directions of DNA crystals in nanotechnology. Introduction The DNA double helical structure has become an iconic symbol both in science and popular culture due in part to the elegance and simplicity of the helical double arrangement of DNA strands. This simplicity is also reflected in the immediately recognizable relationship between the double helical structure and DNA's role in genetic information storage. The original determination of the double helical DNA structure was itself deeply rooted in the exploration of another class of structures that have fascinated humans for millennia, crystals. These fascinating camps in part because of the crystal shape or habits which is a consequence of the periodic nature of crystals as first suggested by René Just Hue. From an analytical perspective, crystalline substances are attractive because their periodicity allows the structure of their component molecules to be established through X-ray diffraction. Though small molecule crystallography was already an established discipline in the 1950s, it was at the dawn of macromolecular crystallography that Franklin and Gosling collected the early diffraction images of microcrystalline DNA fibers. These diffraction images enabled Crick and Watson to develop a model for the helical repeat structure of duplex DNA that ultimately initiated the development of molecular biology. Not long after, the maturation of macromolecular crystallography began to reveal the structural functional details of proteins, but nucleic acid crystal structures were largely limited to relatively simple dinucleoside phosphate structures, primarily owing to the expense of long oligonucleotides of discrete sequences needed for crystallization. It was not until the development of low-cost chemical DNA synthesis by Caruthers and colleagues that facile automated synthesis of long oligonucleotides with design sequences was possible. This in turn opened the door for the determination of DNA crystal structures. DNA crystal structures are responsible for a great deal of our knowledge about the diversity of DNA structure, its sequence-dependent heterogeneity and how it interacts with other biological molecules to express the information stored in its molecular structure sequence. Much as the discovery of the DNA duplex structure was linked with the exploration of crystals, DNA crystals are inextricably linked with the field of DNA nanotechnology. Even before the term nanotechnology has been coined, it was suggested that DNA could be used 
is immature to organize matter. It was originally proposed that DNA could be used as a programmable construction material for rationally designed, branched junctions that could be assembled to form periodic three-dimensional crystals. The crystals could serve as porous scaffolds to orient and position gas molecules such as proteins at specific positions, effectively making the gas an integral part of the crystal lattice. A scaffold for crystallizing proteins could provide a unique method for overcoming the micromolecular crystallization bottleneck and enable rapid structure determination, thereby enhancing and accelerating the structure-based drug design pipeline. The ability to position gas molecules in 3D would enable many applications beyond the original notion of a crystallization scaffold. 3D DNA crystals have also been envisioned as information storage devices. A zeolite-like material is capable of macromolecular separations and or catalysis with appropriate functionalization. Any number of materials could be suitable for construction molecular scaffolding materials. In one example, crystalline metal complexes have been effectively used as crystal sponges to determine small molecule crystal structures and metal organic frameworks have been used to house protein enzymes. However, DNA has a number of features that make it an ideal material for designing scaffolds that could be applied in many different circumstances. First and most uniquely, DNA is a programmable molecule. Base pairing provides specificity to inter- and intramolecular interactions that allow single strand of DNA to form structurally well-designed, higher-order assemblies. Second, the interaction between these single-stranded stick ends leads to a predictable local structure, the Watson-Crick duplex, when programmed by a complementary base pairs. Sequence-specific structure variations that can lead to deviations in the Watson-Crick duplex and a number of non-canonical DNA base pairing motifs that can compete with Watson-Crick base pairing can be mitigated by careful sequence selection. Third, the association between DNA strands is a self-assembly process. The ability for individual strands programmed by their sequences to find complementary regions in other strands when parts of a mixture allows for significant complexity in design. There is also a code external to the double helix, enabling the binding of DNA triplexes as well as their recognition by other macromolecules. Finally, the cost of DNA synthesis continues to drop. In 1981, only highly trained and skilled chemists could produce a single 12-unit DNA sequence in less than 5 months. Thus, in the earliest day of DNA nanotechnology, the synthesis cost per DNA nucleotide was over $300, whereas today this cost is below 0.20 cent, a base on a useful scale. These decreased synthesis costs have allowed the construction of DNA assemblies from hundreds to thousands of individual strands. One of the inherent design principles of DNA nanotechnology is that on short length scales, the DNA duplex behaves as a linear fairly rigid rod, constructing branching structures of sufficient rigidity and uniformity to connect these duplexes in the central challenge of DNA crystal design. The need to understand more thoroughly how DNA behaved in multi-arm junctions was directly responsible for the broadening of the DNA nanotechnology landscape. 
The first such attempts were the construction of geometric objects with the duplexes as edges. While successful, these constructs highlighted the floppiness of the junctions that connected the duplex edge as one of the major challenges in using DNA as a building material. Robust motifs like the DX and TX motifs based on multiple reciprocal changes of strengths between antiparallel DNA duplexes were found to enhance DNA rigidity and led to the construction of DNA tiled rays and a host of 2D periodic and discrete assemblies. DNA nanotubes, the use of DNA tiles for logical computation and to the development of dynamic DNA machines and circuits. The field saw an explosion in 2005 with the development of DNA origami, leading to a new and powerful method for creating diverse 2D and 3D DNA nanostructures with over 7,000 nucleotide pairs. More recently, DNA bricks assemblies have been utilized to create many types of arrangements from a starting set of numerous short DNA strands. Both origami and brick structures are largely used without strand purification, making them attractive to a large audience of non-chemists. But this feature renders them uniquely as components for 3D crystals formation. Finally, the versatility of DNA as a construction material has allowed to become an important player in different areas of material science. DNA has been used as the connective material for the construction of crystalline nanoparticle rays. DNA hard gels offer a number of remarkable properties with wide-ranging application. The wonderful diversity of discrete DNA structures created through planar tile motifs, DNA origami and DNA brick methods have clearly demonstrated the power of DNA as a self-assembly construction material, but they have also shifted emphasis from the initial motivations of the field. Further, there are several significant differences between these types of nanoscale assemblies of large, single objects and the assembly of robust 3D DNA crystals. It is the programmed cooperative interactions between many DNA strands with distinct sequences that facilitates nucleation and stabilizes these nanoassemblies. For 3D DNA crystals, the crystal contacts are by the nature isomorphous, meaning there is much less room for suitable structure heterogeneity. In addition, the key feature of a crystal to be used for diffraction purposes is not its stability, but its resolution, i.e. the extent of its scattering. Resolution and scattering power are not direct functions of the thermodynamic stability of the crystalline context as a whole, but on the homogeneity of the crystal components and other features that are not well understood. Thus, the notion of constructing porous 3D DNA crystals with sufficient uniformity to study the structures by X-ray diffraction has proven to be quite distinct from its progeny. There are over thousand examples of naked DNA crystal structures deposited in the nucleic acid database NDB, representing a wide range of DNA sequences and structures. In this review, we restrict our view to those DNA crystal structures with features that lend themselves toward nanotechnology applications based on several specific criteria. First, these DNA lattices show continuous hydrogen bonding, 
In this case, continuous refers to crystal packing interactions between strands that result in a DNA molecule in any unit cell of the crystal being reachable from any starting point by tracing through the sugar phosphate backbone and through nucleobase hydrogen bonding interactions. Surprisingly, very few DNA crystal structures in the NDB meet this criterion, with a majority relying on end-to-end based stacking interactions between duplex segments uh, or groove-to-groove interactions to facilitate crystal packing. Non-hydrogen bonding contacts certainly have the potential to be another parameter used in designing and optimizing DNA crystals, but as of now, their programmability is not well understood in most cases. Second, the one thing in common with nearly all of the proposed applications of DNA crystals is the positioning of gas molecules. Therefore, the crystals must contain sufficient solvent space in the form of channels or pockets to allow gas incorporation. The geometry and volumes of the solvent space dictate what type of gas molecules can be incorporated, but densely packed DNA would make the inclusion of gas molecules either before or after crystallization significantly more difficult. There are two different classes of DNA lattices present in the NDAB that meet these criteria. Tensegrity Triangle Crystals The first fully designed 3D DNA crystal lattice was based on a three-fold symmetric structure motif known as the Tensegrity Triangle. The motif is characterized by a helix axis of each of the triangle edges extending in linearly independent directions. This provides an errant 3D geometry that can be extended into periodic structure by end-to-end translation of the motif along each linear direction. To replicate the full motif structure with DNA, seven strands are required, although there are often three-fold symmetries using three strands in a 3-3-1 ratio. First, a central strand containing three repeating seven nucleotide segments base paired with three identical edge strands to form the central three-fold symmetric triangle with a single neck side. These pairing interactions occur between the central seven nucleotides of the 21 nucleotide edge strands, leaving seven free nucleotides on either side. The seven nucleotide extensions occur when two edges cross and they are held together and oriented by verticals. While this motif could be robustly assembled in solution, the programmability of these motifs to assemble together and form a large periodic structure is dependent on two nucleotide sticky ends present at the five ends of both crossover and duplex strands. These nucleotides direct the assembly of the independently folding triangle motifs into higher order periodic structure and provide continuous connectivity with the lattice. As described above, nearly all the proposed applications of DNA crystals involve placement of gas molecules relative to the DNA, and this requires the crystals to have adequate solvent space for the gas to occupy. 
As part of their design, the Tensegrity Triangle Crystals contain rhombohedral solvent pockets of circa 200 nanometer cubic. These solvent spaces are connected, effectively generating a series of solvent channels that run through the crystal along each of the triangle edges. When considered as a microscopic object, the lattice arrangement creates a highly porous crystal. Figure 4a shows several different lattice views that create discernible solvent channels running through the entire crystal. The robust design of the Tansangrity Triangle Crystal has allowed the construction of several other types of DNA lattices. One of the advantages of this construct is the ability to increase the overall complexity of the components while maintaining programmability. This was demonstrated by the construction of crystals with two different triangles in the crystal's asymmetric unit. The duplex regions of the two triangles contain different sequences and the stick ends were programmed to enable the two motifs to assemble through an alternating pattern. As designed, the cell constants of these crystals now contains one to three of each of the two triangles in the asymmetric unit and two complete tansangrity triangles in the unit cell. Significantly, the increased complexity of the unit cell contents allows increased diversity of the placement of guest molecules. The Tansigrity triangle is a two-turn variety with each triangle edge containing the 21 nucleotides of two turns of P-form duplex. However, the ability to program turn length based on the number of base pairs per arm provides another method for turning the unit cell dimensions and tuning the crystal properties. Both 3 and 4 turned tensegrity triangle crystals have been assembled into crystals. While these crystals only diffract to 5.5 Armstrong and 10 to 14 Armstrong resolution, respectively, they clearly influence the properties of the unit cell, most notably the solvent content. The three turn would contain solvent channels with circa 568 nanometer cubic while the four turn crystals have channels of 850 to 1100 nanometer cubic. An interesting rule of thumb arose in another context, but the Tansangrity triangle obeys the rule. At one junction, attempts were made to make 2D crystals of DNA origami. The first attempts used the same strategy as exploited in the first 2D DX crystals wherein all the helix axes were parallel. The origami crystals that were formed were extremely narrow, although quite long. When Yan Liu worked on the problem, recognized that the long direction was the direction of the helix axis. He designed a cross-shaped origami tile that yielded roughly isotropic crystals in 2D, hence denoting the DNA crystal seam better if the helix axis span the dimensions of the crystal is known as Winyan's rule. It is worth pointing out that one of us, NCS, has tried numerous motifs that ought to form 3D crystals but which contain parallel helix axis. This includes TX motifs with non-integral twists within the two TXs 
as well as six helix bundles. 3D crystals were often obtained, but no diffraction was observed, thus vindicating Wenyan's rule. The rule is an empirical observation on the basis of these design principle remains unknown. DNA 13 mag crystals with non-canonically base pairs. The Tensegrity triangle crystals described above were the result of many trials and years of dedicated work to identify an assembly motif that gave crystals the diffracted usable resolution. However, the first description of a continuous 3D DNA crystal came several years earlier. In this case, the crystals were not initially designed, but were instead the serendipitous product of an attempt to construct a lattice from both DNA and protein components. The DNA 13MER, GGACA, GAT, GGGAG, was used as one strand in a two-member four-way junction motif that was based on the RNA strand in a DNA-RNA hybrid four-way junction. The longer partner strand of this motif was biotinylated, with the goal of assembling a periodic DNA protein lattice built from DNA four-way junctions and tetrameric streptavidin. Despite having regions of complete complementarity to its partner strand, the 13 may crystallize independently from the mixture through self-pairing interactions. Remarkably, the only crystallization requirement was the addition of magnesium. In this lattice, every DNA strand is identical, with the crystallographic symmetry resulting in each strand forming base pairs with three other strands to form two distinct structural regions. The first structural region is composed of self-pairing between nucleotides 4 and 9 of two mers to form an anti-parallel B form double helix containing two central GA non-canonical pairs. The second structural region is formed through base pairing between G1A3 of the one strand and G10A12 of another to form a parallel stranded GGA GGA motif. This region denoted the amipurine junction forms two distinct GG pair base and one AA base pair. G13 is disordered in the structure and is not necessary for crystallization. It is the homopurine junction region of this crystal that is critical for connecting the short B form duplex regions into a continuously hydrogen bonded DNA network. The organization of the crystal lattice can be viewed as layers of coaxially stacked duplexes, separated by a 20 Armstrong solvent space. Each of these parallel rays is rotated by 120 degree with respect to the flanking layers down the 6-4 screw axis. Each layer is continuously hydrogen bonded to the flanking layers through the homopurine junctions, which simultaneously serve to bridge the coaxially stacked duplex regions within each layer. Similar to the Tansangrity triangle crystal, the geometric layout also results in the lattice having extensive solvent pockets. 
the overall solvent content of nearly 70% of the unit cell volume is a result of solvent channels that run both down the six-fold axis and along each of the helical layers perpendicular to the six-fold axis. The crystal structure provides an example of DNA structure plasticity in the absence of Watson Creek interactions. Alternate DNA structures are now beginning to be a useful tool for DNA nanotechnology applications. However, these have been primarily limited to well understood motifs such as the quadruplex and DNA motifs, where the structure can be predicted from a combination of sequence and environmental conditions. It is the lack of predictability that significantly limits the use of non-canonical motifs as junctions for DNA assembly. There is mounting evidence that the GGA-GGA parallel motif is such a predictable motif that has been observed in solution and it's structurally related to another well-studied parallel-stranded motif known as PDNA. Finally, though this initial DNA crystal was not the product of the liable design, the resulting structure enabled the construction of a number of derivative DNA lattices using the interactions of the homopurine junction. The first derivative of the 13 male lattice was the creation of a fully self-complementary duplex region by removing the central GA base pairs. Converting these to GC-based pairs resulted in crystals with isomorphous unit cell parameters and overall crystal structure. Testing all 64 possible self-complementary sequences in the duplex region showed that the combination of the GGA-GGA parallel motif and self-complementary duplex segments was a robust design with over 20 different sequences yielding crystals. 13 of these were solved to resolutions better than 2.3 Armstrong. The study allowed the examination of the role of the sequencing crystal self-assembly. There was a clear selection against the G4C9 base pair and a strong selection for the 85T8 base pair in the duplex region, suggesting the base pair identified can have a large impact on crystallizability in certain contexts. Because these crystals were isomorphous, it was also possible to construct mixed single crystals containing more than one oligonucleotide sequence. The 13 DNA crystals has also served as a template for the design of a 3D DNA crystal with expanded solver channels. The addition of 10 to 11 nucleotides between the duplex region and the 3' GGA motif was designed to extend the duplex region by one turn on either side. In this design, a second strand was required to pair the expansion region. This construct crystallized under the same conditions as the DNA 13 ma, but only diffracted at circa 5 Armstrong resolution. This diffraction was sufficient to confirm the predicted unit cell symmetry and constants, and a model of the lattice structure showed the solvent channels down the six-fold symmetry axis expanded substantially, going from channels from circa 2 nanometer in diameter to channels of circa 9 nanometer in diameter. The channels perpendicular to the six-fold axis were also expanded though the structure could not be definitely solved at low resolution. 
atomic force microscopy of the crystal surface reinforce both the cell dimensions and the presence of solvent channels. Lessons for DNA crystal design the two types of DNA crystal lattice described above arise from very different types of interactions and geometries, but there are observed commonalities between the structures and their assembly. First, and not surprisingly, both structures require multi-cations for crystallization. The cation concentration including the relative amount and identify of mono and divalent cations is one of the main environmental conditions that requires optimization of nucleic acid crystallization. Appropriate cation concentrations are necessary to shield the charge of the paleonic DNA backbone to promote crystal assembly, while suboptimal concentrations will not crystallize or result in aggregation. In both of these cases, metal cations are apparently necessary for both crystal formation and stability and is likely an inherent property of most DNA crystals that might require cross-linking or otherwise affect the utility applications where high salt concentrations may not be desirable. A second common feature of the two structures is that the motifs that provide continuity to the base pairing interactions between crystallizing units are relatively short. This may be a significant feature that facilitates crystal assembly into microscale objects and support the idea that not all interactions that could reorganize the components are beneficial for crystal assembly. For the tansyncrity triangle motif, many different sticky and lengths were assessed, but those crystals of two turn triangles with the one and second nucleotide sticky ends diffracted to the highest resolution. This is contrary to the simple interpretation that longer sticky ends would provide more cohesive connectivity between triangle units through more favorable thermodynamics. The importance of the sh shortness of the sticky ends is that they facilitate reversibility. The useful presence of phosphates is likely to have a similar origin. For the 13 male lattice, the homopurine junction length could not be altered. But, in the final structure, G1 is rotated above the glycosidic bond to adopt the less common scene orientation. Attempts to pre-organize G1 into the scene orientation using an 8-amino-DG substitution resulted in 13 mers that crystallize extremely rapidly. At typical DNA concentrations, upon the addition of magnesium, but they formed primarily microcrystal clusters, they diffracted poorly. These results suggest that the desire to design components that pre-organize stable lattice contacts can in some cases be detrimental to crystal assembly. There may be a variety of different reasons for these in both cases. The argument can be made that the short sticky ends in the tansingrity triangle allow reversibility that can help avoid kinetic traps during crystal nucleation or growth. In the 13 mer case, it appears that G1 syn preorganization alters crystal nucleation, perhaps by reducing the activation free energy of nucleation at the expense of crystal growth. Another feature common between the two types of lattice is the impact expansion has on the diffraction limit. 
the three and four turned unsingularity triangle crystals and the expanded non-canonical crystals diffract poorly relative to the shorter versions. There are likely a number of factors that contribute to decreased resolution, but one thing these constructs all have in common is an increase in solvent content. This phenomenon is emphasized in the 20 Armstrong resolution found in the 3D tensegrity triangle crystals when the edges are 8 turn dx molecules. The longer helices used in these constructs result in greater separation between strands and ultimately larger solvent species. Why this type of expansion may be desirable, for example, as a scaffold for proteins, there is a strong negative correlation between solvent content and diffraction limits in macromolecular crystals. For some applications, these decreased resolution limits may not be an important issue, but for use as a macromolecular scaffold for structure determination, it is significant. Indeed, one of the significant challenges for future applications that rely on X-ray diffraction and structure determination will be to mitigate the effects of increased solvents. DNA crystal applications Though the goal of using DNA crystals as a scaffold for protein crystallization has yet to be achieved, the DNA crystal lattices described here have already begun to push towards this goal while revealing other potential applications. The first example of integrating proteins, albeit non-specifically within a 3D DNA crystal, was the demonstration that the expanded non-canonical lattice could function as a macromolecule sieve. The 9nm diameter solvent channels running down the 6-fold symmetry axis of these crystals were capable of absorbing proteins up to circa 45 kilodalton, with the amount of absorbed protein inversely proportional to its molecular weight. Selective absorption was demonstrated using a fluorescent protein mixture. 28 kilodalton of green fluorescent protein could be visualized throughout the interior of the crystal while a 280 kilodalton red fluorescent protein was excluded from the crystal. The ability to incorporate proteins into the expanded non-canonical lattice suggested the possibility of constructing solid-state biocatalysts by encapsulation of protein enzymes. As a proof of concept, RNAase-A was encapsulated within the DNA crystal and used to cleave a fluorescently quenched dinucleotide substrate. RNAase-A provided a convenient model system as a potent protein inhibitor of RNAase-A could be used in large axes due to its being too large to enter the crystal. Thus, any observed enzyme activity occurred in the crystal solvent channels. These enzyme-infused crystals were capable of multiple rounds of catalysis following washing to remove substrate and product. Several examples of specific gas molecules placement have been demonstrated with the tensegrity triangle crystals. Is one way of assessing that the crystals with two triangles in the asymmetric unit contained both constructs. Different color fluorescent dyes were linked covalently to each construct. 
crystals grown with one cyan labeled triangle and the other unlabeled triangle produce distinctly cyan crystals and the opposite combination using a red dye produced red crystals. Stringingly, crystals grown from a mixture of the two labeled constructs yielded purple crystals consistent with the co-incorporation of the dyes. The relatively low diffraction limit 5 Armstrong, the three-fold averaging of the dyes within the crystal and the flexible organic linker prevented their observation in the electron density. However, the site-specific placement of small molecules into DNA crystals is a first step towards the reaching the goal of using DNA crystals as molecular scaffolds. Future Directions and Applications There has been a push to expand D-types and thus the applications of DNA crystals by incorporating different gas molecules. One potential application that has already been explored with DNA origami constructs is a drug delivery vehicle. Anti-cancer drugs such as doxorubicin can be intercalated into DNA origami designs and used to prove drug efficiency in cell culture models. DNA crystals may be suitable for similar use, but the potential of drugs beyond just small molecule intercalators. The ability to house proteins, including antibody-based drugs, would provide a new type of use for DNA crystals. Shielding these types of drugs in a biomolecular scaffold could enhance biological compatibility and improve drug efficacy. However, microscopic DNA crystals have yet to be tested in delivery applications. Future work in this area will require understanding how DNA crystals interact with cells, similar to the developing body of work with other DNA constructs. One challenge of any nucleic acid construct in these types of applications is longevity in biological environments. In some cases, DNA nanoconstructs seem to have an inherent resistance to nucleases, though others show extreme sensitivity in tissue culture mediums. Several different methods for enhancing the durability of nanoscale DNA constructs have been explored. Studies on DNA crystals have been limited, but both intrinsic design and extrinsic approaches have been explored. The sole stability of these triangle crystals have been enhanced though the conversion of an interconnecting duplex arm into a triplex by the addition of appropriately designed single strands. The addition of the triplex forming strand enhances the stability of crystals in low salts and provides an alternative method for the introduction of gas molecules, for example by the incorporation of resin dyes. Triplex formation has also been used to introduce photocross-linkers site-specifically to triangle crystals. When activated by UV exposure, these cross-links enhance crystal thermostability. Non-specific chemical cross-linking has been shown to be an effective way of enhancing 13-meg crystal durability under a number of conditions. The base alkylic reagent nitrogen mustard formed multiple interstand cross-linking within the crystal, leading to significantly enhanced thermostability, tolerance in low cation environments and decreased nuclear sensitivity. The last decade has seen significant advances in the design, characterization and application of DNA crystals,
It is now routine to produce robust DNA crystals from specific motifs, and there continue to be advances in RNA crystal design. Both the conventional Watson Creek pair tensingrity triangle and the novel parallel GGA-GGA motif can be used to produce crystalline arrangements, and new designs and motifs will further expand the exploration of DNA crystals. There are at least two key routes to pursue now, improving the diffracting capability of large resolvent content variants of these crystals, and putting interesting guests inside them. It should be clear that larger units of these motifs can also be used, so that complex casts and diverse casts can be included in the crystal. As DNA nanotechnology goes back to its roots, we expect in the next decade to provide even more excitement in this area than was provided by the last one. Thank you for listening. Please follow me on all podcast platforms so you can stay updated with new articles.